Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, where we navigate partnership, prosperity, and parenthood. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yes, like you it. Do. Okay. I'll take Thank it. Thank you. Um, I'm not saying that that won't change the next time, but. I mean, that's old school. That's today, like the first one. Today that was the I'm first bringing tag. Back, yeah. Today I'm bringing back Retro. partnership, prosperity, and parenthood. I guess we did navigate all those things. We have been navigating them, you know. So welcome back to another week. We haven't been in the studio in a minute. Welcome back. It has been a very long time. It just feels a little weird, but very good. You know, we got to get back on the horse. We went to the rodeo. We got to get back on it. We did go to the rodeo. So today we would like to talk about how we were reminded that we still We are black, black in America. <laughs> we still black. We still black. Um, it's very easy to forget when, you know, you rub elbows with city council members and, you know, the leader of the entire city. And none um, of that matters when you're black. But, and, um, uh, you know, when you look upon accosted. us, it still seems as if we don't belong in certain places. So it's story time. Well, before story time, we want you to take a moment. Okay. And like and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps the YouTube algorithms and helps us grow the channel. So please hit that like button, hit the notification bell, and subscribe to uh, the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast so you can hear more of the crazy stories that we tell you. Please do. So we don't typically talk about, like, heavy topics like this, right? That's true. Um, and This is like that one episode of Fresh Prince when Carlton had the gun. Oh, the recent Fresh Prince. <laughs> it was... You were, I'm stealing your black card. I swear to God. <laughs> the re, they there was an episode recently where you had a gun, right? No, I don't. Right. I don't know about that. I no. I grew up on the Fresh Prince. As with, did I. So you don't remember the episode when they got robbed at the ATM, and then Will was in the hospital. He got shot, and then Carlton had the gun. He was going to get revenge. No. Okay. The joke is is done. It okay. Um, so we don't we don't really talk about serious topics like this, but I think that we are still kind of like triggered and and feeling it. And so I felt like it was important. We felt like it was important to have a conversation about it. Um and it you know what it reminded me of when it happened and y'all wait for the story, but what it reminded me of when it happened was when it was post George Floyd and there was another there was another killing of a black man um and what's really sad is the fact that there's so many that it i can't remember time, yeah. yeah um and i just felt i just felt like uneasy unsafe and like i remember I, that like i, I didn't belong it just it was heavy um and i think most of the people that look like us had this this heavy feeling right so when we experienced that in the park it was a reminder of how heavy that felt and i keep thinking like man it's 2023 everything is equal everything is you know everybody gets it and everybody doesn't so anyway do you want to tell the story yeah so we thought what would be a nice Sunday in the park, Sunday fun day with our family and mm -hmm. some friends. Uh, so us and another family took our children and our dog to the dog park. Brand new dog park. Super excited. We've been there several times. So it's not abnormal for us to go to this particular park. Um, and we actually had a great time until um, we got accosted by someone asking us that we need to immediately uh, leave the park. So, set the scene. 
gentleman walks up, older Caucasian security, not even security guard. He was like a park attendant. Park attendant, yeah. And walked up and said, uh, you need to immediately leave the park. Um, your children are not allowed in the park. Children are not Our allowed children in the park. children are not allowed in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't make a scene. Security's already been called. Well, it was, it was children are not allowed in the park. And he kind of left it at that. No, no he that said, we... don't make a scene. Security's already been called. Okay. And then gestured to the security guard on the outside of the fence. So, <laughs> you know, I, I that just wouldn't fly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Aisha crazy. If y'all don't know Aisha. Not crazy. She crazy. Not crazy, but also I'm one of those people she that, like, I'm not having it. Like, I know my rights. And also it's 2023. The first thing she said was, Call the police. <laughs> I like, y'all gonna have to call the police right now on me. Well, it's call like, well, are you saying are you saying we need to leave the park? Like the park, the public park? Don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. I was like, yeah, you gonna have to call the police. Or <laughs> and I said, the we ain't gonna do all that. And he said, management would like you to leave. Management has requested that you leave the park. She said, call your manager. The manager's not available. Then I won't be leaving the park. <laughs> we will stay right here. So he said, who is your manager? <laughs> oh, his name, Marlon. Call, Ma- call Marlon. Call Marlon call. on the phone. Y'all need to call somebody because somebody is going to have to tell me. Somebody is going to have to physically remove each and every person from this park. And I do mean each and every person. So I walk over to the cop who was pulled up and I said, Hey, he said, you're here for us. Did he call you? He's like, man, I don't know what y'all talking about. I was just patrolling. I'm just out here. I'm not here for anybody. If I was here for y'all, I would have come up to y'all. Here's why I was so taken aback because the park attendant was so cavalier about removing us from the park. Oh yeah. And buddy has stains all on his shirt. I mean, (laughs) you should be it. You know what? Pause. Pause moment. He was, he, I mean, he looked disheveled and he looked as if, but he, he was so, he was so confident. He was was very sure that he was going to remove us from that. And I think that he forgot that it was 2023 and not like 1953 or something because, sir, no. You know, the funny thing is, I was so taken aback. I was like confused. I was like, what? Like, what do you like? Almost like it was like you're being punked. It's like, what are you talking about? And throughout the whole like scene, even when his supervisor came along and the security guard came, he was still very cavalier about it um, until it was like, sir, I've been agreeing with you the whole time. Agreeing no. with what? And you see, asked the me to leave part the park. I said, is there a sign saying that children aren't allowed in the park? He said, no, but there should be. And I said, what? Okay, so let's move on with the story. So we're confused, and then there's other people that are in the park that look other like us. Other black people. Okay, I was, other people in the park that look like us, and we all got together to talk about what was happening, and then we put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. So um, one lady with her dog on the other side of the park saw that there was a couple, that there was a Caucasian couple with two poodles. They came into the large dog park. They must have been turned off by the children playing in the park and went to tell the park attendant 
that there was a problem. That we need to be removed. I don't know. We don't know what they said. Okay. There there was a problem, right? Okay. And then they angrily walk away. Now, this is all the account of another person at yeah. the park, right? Um, then and they swoop back by. They, they check. See. They check to see if we were still there. Got um, mad again from what the lady said. Okay. And then turned back around and walked away. And I wish... I would have had the opportunity to look them in their yeah, face. You did say several times, you're going to have to call the police. Smile and wave and let them know I'm still here and we're not going anywhere. Funny thing is, we were just about to leave we the park. We were literally we leaving. We were like, okay, let's get our things and go. And uh, But then you asked me to leave and I thought, let me get comfortable. We stayed another 40 minutes. Let me Rosa Park this thing. Like, bruh, are you kidding me? Um... And I also had flashbacks, too. Right. So when I, I'm an entrepreneur now, but when I was in corporate America, I felt those same kinds of microaggressions from my colleagues, you know, um, and I truly lived for the moments where I can just stand tall and say, not today, not in 2020, not in 2019, not in 2016. Like, y'all, that was a long time ago. And how you feel and what you think and what you think I should be and how you think you can control or remove or the situation as it relates to me because of the color of my skin, like it's done. So y'all can just like go away quietly or me and my words and my, our actions, because we did escalate the situation in a very. Um, did we escalate? It was an escalation. It was it was an we escalation just asked of the, for pain. the manager to come. But then we escalated with our pen. Oh, no, 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 no. So before we get into, to what we did and what our recourse is, I want to take a moment and throw it out to our, our sponsors for this week. Okay. So this week, the sponsor of this episode is the Marriage and Real Estate Conference 2023. So we are super, super excited to announce that the conference is available. So Marriage and Real Estate Conference 2023, uh, com. You can get your ticket today. So we are super, super excited. It's really happening, y'all. We're really doing the thing. Uh, November 3rd through 5th, Houston, Texas. We expect to see you guys out. So please, please go get your conference ticket. Um, post it on internet on instagram and let us know and uh we will be happy your, to see you out your there. ad sucks <laughs> My ads. thank you thank you first one for the marriage real estate conference 2023 we have been saying that we will host the conference for quite some time we have been we have finally pulled the trigger and we are excited to bring like-minded couples, whether you are married or you aspire to be married or you are engaged, just a partnership. If you have a partnership and you want to kill or this single. thing. We got single tickets. Married or I said it. I said that too. You said or a partnership. I said, I said, if you're not married. Come to the conference. You know what? This isn't a real ad. This is an ad. This is a real ad. This, this is, is cut in as an ad. This is an argument. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, get your conference tickets. Conference merch will be available soon. We're excited to see you out November 3rd through 5th, 2023. Thank you guys for joining us once again for the Marriage Real Estate Show. Back to the show. Random ad. You could have told me it was going to be a pause ad and all of that. Just, I just added it in. You right? did. Anyway. Okay. Now, back to the story. So, after the crazy event, 
after we waited, because we hoped that they would circle the block again so that we can wave, smile, and let them know that the others have left the park. Um, they did not show up, and so we left. But we did not leave without exercising our ability and relationships to make things happen. So I emailed everybody. 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 The mayor's office, the management of the park attendants, the company who got the contract for the park and the street cleaning, the security team. I literally sent an email out to everybody about our experience and how dismayed I was, especially being a business owner in the city and knowing how hard uh, the people who run the city have worked to make the city inclusive and welcoming to everybody. This was a real black eye for them. So for me, I wanted to not just let them know, but also give them the information on, you know, what these people out here doing represent them with their names on their chest. So um, thankfully, our our city leadership and the leadership of the companies involved was extremely apologetic. Very responsive. Um, very, very responsive. Mm -hmm. Called, you know, follow up through email all the way up the chain, down the chain. And we appreciate it. And they took swift action to make sure that other families uh, here in Houston, in the great state of Texas, are not treated the way that we were treated in the park on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope that this was a good learning lesson for good old Dan down at the park <laughs> <laughs> that you cannot uh, judge people and not only judge people, just, you know, that it's an it's a new day and a new age. Um, but is it really? I mean, it's going to be because Dan was old. I mean, my God. Anyway, the so the future look like us now, Bob. The future, the future does look like us. The future is us, the future right? Is us, um, the future is definitely us. We, we I, can put that on a shirt. The future is us. I like it. Um, but I feel like I feel like we needed to get that off our chest, like on the podcast. We've been talking about it all weekend, and I, it still has left a sour taste in our mouth. We're not just over it, um, and. I think in a at a time like this, right, in all of the things that we've experienced in the last couple of years, it's a sordid reminder that, you know, things still need to change. Minds need to be changed. Um, diversity and inclusion is being challenged in the state of Texas by our governor. And it's very, very clear that it's important. Mm -hmm. And and we can't just sweep it under the rug because there are experiences like this that are happening. And it's people that are having these experiences that don't have the relationship that we have mm -hmm. or the penmanship to write, you know, the experience and, and access to those people. And so I just think about people who experience this and don't do anything about no, it. No, because the reality of the situation is the same way Dan felt entitled. Everybody feels emboldened and entitled to do what they want. So if they feel like you shouldn't be where they think you shouldn't be, they're going to take their right to say something. And we have to know our rights and, and know what not only what the recourse is, but what the responsibility of the city is to us as citizens. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, we are taxpaying citizens. Um, you know, we want to make sure that our tax dollars go to benefit us and our family, too. And that those resources that are available aren't just available to a select group of people. They're available to all the people of the city. Um, because at the end of the day. Except for the homeless. 
And I just say that because <laughs> that's not to be funny. No, no. That's not to be funny. Think, let me finish. You, you have to let this. me finish. That's the purpose of the park attendants is to make sure that the homeless population it's doesn't how you overtake. Said it. You said except for them. because you didn't give me a chance to. It was supposed to be like a zinger. But you, did, you have to let me finish in order to get it out. The park attendant's job is to ensure that the homeless population don't get uh, comfortable and or accost the people that are coming to the park. That is the role that he's supposed to play. That does make sense. Okay. That's See, you have to let me you gotta let me get okay. it all the way out. You got to let me get it all the way out. Uh, you are right. You but are right. If and it, there are resources for homeless people within downtown. There, there are resources for the homeless population as well. Um, and Yes. Um, so because now you're getting me all caught up. I, I just want to I just smooth it over. So if you could think about it. takeaways from our experience, um, what would you say? Stand on your rights. Don't let people push you out of spaces. Um, don't be afraid to ask for the supervisor or the manager, um, but stand, in, stand your ground in your rights. Also, make sure you follow up. Make sure you let people know what you're experiencing. Um, go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. And in the instances where someone's making you feel uncomfortable, speak up. Yeah, I, w I would say, you know, it would get educated on how on on implicit and explicit uh, biases. I think we all have them. They all exist. I don't have a problem with someone having a bias that they may not recognize. Um, but I think it's important that I don't want to say you all that people that people educate themselves on potential bias that they might have and how those things are manifested um, into and projected on the people that are around them. And so when we talk about which I'm not going to talk about, but like things like critical race theory and, you know, the the removal of DE&I efforts in an entire state, um, you I just I just want people to fight for efforts that help to that help people to understand why it's important that these things are in place. Yeah, I agree. And I think that people need to understand that they have a right to not just exist, but to thrive regardless of what somebody else tells them. Right. So, you know, in a situation like this, even, even if he wanted to not be inclusive or even if he was malicious or whatever, that doesn't give him the right to do it. Right? Well, so you thing. could call up cops. You could whatever. Because it was very clear in those rules. A public citizen would have been well in their right to defend themselves or whatever in that situation. And just so y'all know, like, we are not our ancestors. So we ain't having it. But that's what I'm saying. I want to make sure, folks, it's not just to know the rules and know your rights. Stand on that. Like you have a right to exist in these spaces. Yeah, we're not. I'm and not. Can't nobody force you. I'm out not gonna. Nowhere. I'm. If the escalation that you thought you were gonna get, the escalation that he thought he was gonna get, like don't make a scene, don't make a big deal out of us, out of it, is not what he got. But you're gonna learn today, and he did. And I hope that you know he finds another place to. He learns from this opportunity and does better. Yeah, I just hope that you know another family doesn't experience that experience from that person i doubt it so okay that's such a heavy that was so heavy such a heavy episode so next week a lighter one next week we lighten it up uh for sure 
Um, but this was a good episode. I'm happy that we got to share the experience with the audience because it doesn't matter how much money, it doesn't matter how much access, it doesn't matter how much influence that you think you may have. There's somebody out here who don't care about none of that stuff and can still treat you like uh, N-word on the street. And at the end of the day, you have to know your worth and you have to know your value and you have to stand on that. So for those of you out there, you know, this has been our experience, real life experience, but we'll keep sharing them as we go on our journey. So this is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Kevin and Aisha, we out.